Oh, mama. I have requests to be a sugar baby, a sugar daddy. It's your girl Tolly T and welcome to a brand new series of the My Love Is podcast, a podcast brought to you by Bumble, the dating app that puts women firmly in control. One thing about me is I love love and personally my love feels like home. It's warm, it's accepting, it allows me to be both soft, vulnerable and revealing. And this season I'm going to talk to a whole bunch of people who are going to tell me what their love is. They're going to talk about the pressures of getting married because I can never hear when will you marry again, what it is to be desired. And also we're going to chat to some men who are going to tell us what it's like dating on their side because that's also important. Now, I'm very excited today and also a little bit peed off. I want, you want to know why? Because this is the first time I've been outdone on this podcast. <laughs> how dare you, Tate? How dare you turn up how you are turned up and leave me looking like this? I mean... Right, so my next guest is Tate, best known for season two of Drag Race UK. And if you watch the show, you know that the queen here sashay their way into the finals yes top indeed. two not two in my books <gasps> just so you know that top two not two I hold that in high regards. also the host of queer epiphany yeah i'm so excited to have you here talk about dating not dating you know all of the things that are necessary to talk about exactly. how are you feeling thank you for coming on how are you mama i'm good i'm bright eyed ish bushy tailed ish i got a coffee in front of me you in front of me <laughs> the view is great i'm ready to rock and roll baby let's go <laughs> I need that energy. I'm here to wake everybody up no, today. No, literally, Let's I go. need the energy. The okay. out and I'm here. Okay, I'm excited. I'm excited. So before we start, I've been doing this thing mm-hmm. where I play a little question game with everyone. Amazing. And these are questions that I stole from the Bumble app. Gorge. So, quick fire. What's the best part of being single? Being selfish. Dance to the beat of your own drum. You can do what you want. Wake up, do what you want, when you want. And live your best life, baby. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> do you know that is, that is my favourite part I actually do whatever I want mm-hmm. I don't have to consider anybody That's and what I, I mean. absolutely love that for mm-hmm. me I just do whatever I want I'm very selfish and having a good time yes what are you thinking about after two glasses of wine um, yours or mine <laughs> no it's always I yours think, I mean I'm thinking about well, yeah, that's probably one of the that's one of do the you know what also as well I think we should be more specific it depends on the kind of wine Oh, I'm not a wine connoisseur at all. No, am I? I, I know am absolutely a nothing. Welsh through and through. I drink everything. You put a tequila in front of me, a vodka in front of me, a whiskey in front of me. You drink I it don't all. care as long as I'm drinking it. What emoji <laughs> describes your dating life? Ooh, 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 ooh. Gemini emoji. You know that horrible m- emoji that's like the red, like mm. face. It's like, mm. you know, it's like a red face with a long nose. It's like a horrible mask. Why is your dating life angry? Oh, do you know what it is? It's good until it's bad. And then when it's bad, that's when Patricia comes out, my alter ego, basically. She's on my wrist and everything. Patricia. Okay. Yeah. Should we talk about Patricia later? Oh, we will talk about Patricia. Okay, perfect. Okay. How do we feel about your partner being friends with an ex? I mean, I think it depends on the terms and conditions. Like, if they're, like, fine, if they're friends, if they're amicable, if there's no, like, weird underlying sexual bad blood. There's always there. going to be sexual tension there. Is there somewhere? though? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, have you not seen relationship before and like things just dim out and die and like it's kind of like. Well, Are that's you friends okay. with all of your exes? No. <laughs> <laughs> How many of them are you friends with? I mean, I'm so sorry. Well, first of all, I've actually never been in one serious relationship in my okay, whole Okay, we're going to get to this. Okay, okay, this is a quick so, fire. No, okay. Like, like, guys around, yeah. like, if you cross me, you better don't cross me again and you won't because, like, you're done. You're, you're outside. Done. Okay, cool. You're out. 
Okay, mm -hmm. what are the biggest strengths you bring to a relationship? Basically, what do you bring to the table? Uh, what I bring to the table, I bring my humour, my personality, my charisma, my <laughs> holidays, strength, couture, fashion, fun. What's left to be bought there? You've bought it all. I bought the whole thing, you baby. Whole thing. My bag is full and it's heavy. <laughs> it's not luggage, it's good things. Oh, yeah, it's baby. good things only. Over oversized, okay. oversized luggage. Okay, yeah. all right, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Now mm -hmm. I feel like I'm warm. Are you warm? I'm warm. Do you feel like you know me? I, oh, I know you. You got know. any questions for me? See how the day goes. We'll okay, see what's coming. This is fun. In. Right, okay, so now that you we know each other, I feel like I can get in your business a little bit. I hope you don't mind. Oh, I'm ready. So, like you said earlier, you've never really been in a you know, relationship. Nope, never. So, what would you say your status is now? Single. Is there anyone that thinks that you're a partner? No. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> That's no. Not at it's all. your face looking at me like that. <laughs> no, you're like, oh, really? I'm okay, like, are you uh, seeing yeah. anybody, or is it just playing on very single? No, I'm just playing very single, going with the flow. Okay. If I'm feeling froggy and I want to leap, then I will. But okay. if not, I'm here. Do you know what? I think it's really good that you said you've actually never been in a serious relationship because I think so many like adults haven't, but feel weird saying it because they think everybody this, this, else this, has. This, like, it's an expect, like it's expected. It's like you're meant like, to oh, be, you right? Should, you should have been through so many relationships right now, and if you haven't, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, no, sometimes it's things wrong with these other people, and I just can't be bothered for it. There's that because I have got, I get loads of girls say to me, I'm like in my twenties and never in a relationship, and I feel like nobody wants me. I'm like, that's okay. Like, it's not even about that either, because like I'm very, I'm very picky. Yeah, right. Okay. Like, it's not like a, a type on table. Like I can't write down like oh, well, and I think it's just like it's a bit too when people are like, oh, I want someone with green eyes and you know, blonde hair, it's like, well, what? You're just diminishing everything else that might come your way. Like, what if okay. they're good for you? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You're just like kind of shooting yourself in the foot, so. So you don't have a list of what you want? No, not really. Like, personality-wise, like, I know what I don't want. What don't you want? An F-boy. Mm -hmm. I want someone who takes themselves seriously, takes what we're going through seriously. Yeah. Someone who isn't kind of like fangirly, because right, I get okay. that sometimes with people right. I date as well. Ooh. Yeah. So wait, so how has being on the show changed your dating life? Because like, I'm not saying I'm famous, mm -hmm. but they know my name, right? They know your you name too. Town, <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. More times than not, they know who they, we are, they, so. They know my name. What are you going to do? The first car doesn't decline. It never. Not my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it means that my dating life has changed a little bit because you yeah. don't know. And I'm convinced straight men are the biggest groupies around. Oh my God, please tell you me can more. Quote me on See, that. we're on different worlds here, so you can open, you can so open up on this. It's almost embarrassing. Oh. Because they either do the whole, like, oh, I don't know who you are. But you know, you go to the toilet and they're going through the Instagram. You, you, you know, exactly. Or they'll do the whole, like, I'm not one of your little fans, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, first of all, I didn't say you were. And, and you I don't want you to be either. Well, if, you're, like, if you like me, you should be my fan. Yeah. So, since being on the show and your face is everywhere, there's not a meme around that you are not a part of. <laughs> How has that changed your dating life? Um, it's changed in a way that's like, yeah, I'll just go out with people sometimes. It's like, even if they know who I am, that's fine. Like, yeah. I'm all down for like that. There's no problem with that. It's just if you can kind of gauge when people are there for you, like you, you, or there for just the spectacle of it all. Like, right, okay. if we're walking down the road, it's like, like, it's this whole thing, or it's like, they want to be in the back of the Instagram stories because uh, they want those extra followers uh, and all this stuff. It's just, it's tacky. Do it's they ask trashy. to be tagged and things like that as well? Oh, if they do, they're out the door then and there. I then can and imagine. there. Nice so to see you, to see you by. How does talk to you then because of who you are? And well, that's how it. You like, are. When, when I'm out and about, if it's like a club vibe or at an event, people will mostly know who I am anyway. So it's kind of like, I have to find strangers. <laughs> do you know what I mean? As in, like, people I've never seen before way, yeah. and have not seen me before. Okay. Like, I actually implore that more, I would love that more because it's kind of like, okay, it's a bit of a challenge now. Like, so let's you see. want someone who doesn't know who you are? Yeah, honestly, right, ideally okay. I would. Right, okay, mm -hmm. okay, so I'm setting the scene now. You are, what's the ideal scene for you to meet someone? 
probably a bar or something. Okay, so we're in the friends. bar. The speakeasy bar, it's not yeah. too loud. You see someone at the bar. Mm -hmm. Walk me through it. Um, they're at the bar, I'm at the bar, I'm looking at them, they're looking at me. There's a, there's a bartender in between us watching. Do you want a tequila? Do you want a tequila? Yes, I do. Let's have a tequila. From there, we start talking. Right. Now, see, if they don't know me and I don't know them, we have a lot to talk about. Right, okay. Otherwise, just like, oh my God, the cheek, the nerve, the gall, the audacity, the gumption. Yes, God. Like, no, I don't want that. I don't want to hear that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not at work. No. I'm being me right like, now. Imagine if I was to bed with somebody who quoted RuPaul. I'd be like, get up and get out. How would you feel about they that? They would be gone. Gone. Is that ever Kick happened him with to the Balenciaga boot. <laughs> out of my house. Get out. Has that ever happened to you? No. I know friends that things that have happened to though. I'm not going to say, but <laughs> I just know I had secondhand embarrassment. So I know if that happened to me, I'd be like, no. What no. are your DM saying? Oh, mama. They're all over the shop. They They're good? up, down, left, right, around the hill and back again. I have requests to be a sugar baby, a sugar daddy. Where do you sit? Okay, for the people who don't know, tell mm -hmm. us what a sugar baby is. So a sugar baby is someone who, so you've got the sugar daddy and the sugar baby. Sugar yeah. daddy is the one with all the money and the skills to pay the bills. Right. And they're giving all of that okay. to the sugar baby. Right. So I've been asked to be both. First okay. of all, you ain't having my money. Absolutely Second of all, not. I don't want your money. Oh, you wouldn't be a sugar baby? No, no. I'm not opposed to being a sugar baby. I mean, I've never really thought about that deep, but like, I'm fine. I mean, how bad can it be? Just someone spending their money on you. But I don't think it's ever that though. It's, no, I, it's I think there's always like in between the lines. Right, but, okay. Yeah. I have examples. Please do. I got receipts. Oh my God, have you got receipts? I got receipts, I, Of course girl. you have receipts. You can't talk to me and not have receipts. Baby, baby, where do I start? We got, I got two for you, okay? Okay, okay let me hear them. Okay, photos, photos, photos. Here we go. Are we ready, world? Because it's about to get real. If you got photos as well, or just... I've got the conversation, Mom. Oh my God, let me hear him. Okay, 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 let's go. <coughs> Clear the voice. Hello, Tace. Hello. Prettiest I've ever seen. Ha ha, green love heart. Well, I just couldn't help but let you know that I came across your very attractive Instagram profile and how, oh my God, I've never seen that word in my life. What the hell is that? Yeah, no. Uh, no, we're going to try it though. Paltritudinous. Has yeah. anyone ever heard that? If you have, correct me. Mm -hmm. Um, and very sweet you appear to my eyes. I wish wholeheartedly to make you my sugar baby and to be your sugar daddy, only to love, take good care of you and have you spoiled real good with sweet gifts and weekly allowances, exactly to your taste and satisfaction. Yeah, that a lot of that. That doesn't sound like a bad proposal. It doesn't, but I feel like when you actually, let's picture though, if you actually got down to it and you like got your agreements and you said this is what's gonna happen, like how does it go? Do we FaceTime? Do we yeah, have a weekly that, like, that's uh, true. do we have a weekly, what's that thing called? Um, yeah, Skype. Skype. Do we have a weekly Skype, yeah. Do have to like walk around the park and hold hands and like give a bone to their dog? You'd have to do a lot more. It's never just be putting me What cute. is it? Let me just sit here and acknowledge you and you're going to send me that. like it's a couple of grand. I don't it's think never so. That. At one point, it will become an indecent proposal. At one point, there will actually be something. And that's what I don't like, want. Oh no, that's not what mm -hmm. I want. Okay, that's fair. You think about that now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. If it was just gifts and niceness. I think it's just that's a, in a faraway dreamland, but I'm ready to sleep. Okay. Give it to me. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, so no sugar babies, no, no sugar daddies. No. What roles do you play in the relationship? Do you reckon you're the like, as I say, do you reckon you're the quiet one? I mean, never. No, no never. Not no. you. I'm very boisterous and very loud. I'm very, if I'm in the room, you know it. And do you want that in a partner as well? Uh, no, I think I'm very, 
I'm very all over the place in the best way, I think. Okay. But I think I need someone that's a bit more grounded, energy, right. okay. a bit calmer. Because if there's like two, like two Gemini's in the room, that's like four people. That's too much. Too much. That's too Way much. Way too much. Yeah. I like the idea of someone that's a bit calm. I want to like the person that's kind of like, okay, hun, let's go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, shut, but the, like, shut the hell up. Sit the hell up. Do it at the right time, though. Let me have loads of fun. Oh, yeah. Let me do my thing. Let me be me. Exactly. And Until like, cheer me on like... and be like, yeah, baby, you go you. And then when, I, when you can see that I've gone a bit too far. Mm -hmm. I want someone to be like, oh, you're okay. in a 10, bring it down to a sensible four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, let's go home now. Yeah. Yeah, I like that kind of vibe. I love yeah. that class. I think that'll be really, really adorable. Just something a bit like, a bit of a yin and yang. Yeah. Like, I'm all over. I need someone like, I'm up here, I need someone a bit here, and we can meet in the middle. Okay. If we're both up here, then it's just, it's too much. And if it's down here, I mean, who hears? Yeah, it's no, a bit boring, boring, isn't it? Exactly. So you're who you are now. You're a 10 all round. Yeah. All round. How did we get here in terms of your confidence, in terms of just how you have been and growing up mm. and just kind of being like the person who you are now? Um, oh, I think I've always kind of been this way, you know. Oh, nice. Always. Since I sashayed out my mum's food, I was literally <laughs> living it up, taking it down, moving it all around. I've always dressed a certain way. Not even a certain way, just very... Um, I know that it might not be the average outfit walking down the road. Right, okay. I don't dress for that. I dress for me. Like, yeah. when I go out, it's about me living, like, gassing myself up mm -hmm. before I go out, give myself that confidence. Because at the end of the day, you've got to get that from yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Originally, it has to come yeah, from you. If you course. can't let yourself out, how can you have somebody else? Do you know what I mean? That can I get an amen? Can I get a game? <laughs> so, like, yes, yeah, since I was little, I was always, like, walking around Newport Town in Wales and yeah. just looking all sorts of kooky, crazy, spooky, dooky, babadooky. I had on, when I was, like, seven years old, like, a skirt with like a sash wrapped around my waist. It was like a Hawaiian skirt, but out of fabric. Right, okay. A feather bow around the neplage. Nice. All sorts of wigs. When I was like seven, like going to McDonald's, like I was thinking here. Oh, nice. So I've always been very used to being gawked at, looked at, stared at, pointed at. My parents would hate it, but I loved it. And yeah, I think that's also we just ultimately just fleshed out this uh, absolute Tasmanian devil you see in front of you now. I mean, it's so nice to have the freedom to do that from early on. Mm -hmm. Like just to be like, here is who I am and take it as oh, you God, like yeah. it or whatever. And I'm so grateful for that because yeah. there's so many, I have so many, my parents have been my ultimate biggest supporters, biggest fans, yeah. always so supportive of me. And like, I think I have so many friends in the queer community who their parents exile them from their lives. Yeah. They don't want them living with them. They don't want to know anything about them. So I hold that very close to my heart and I'm very, Appreciative. How has that affected your dating life? Because I've got some friends who are queer who their parents have not accepted it. Mm. I have. It's, it's actually really sad when we talk and they have this feeling that like they kind of can't live their life to their full potential until their parents are not here. That's it. Which sounds pay, like, horrible, two people. but absolutely fair. Mm -hmm. But like this freedom kind of allows you just to like date as you please. Yeah, definitely. And we usually find in school was well, everything was just like fine. Oh, I was. Uh... Uh, even more in school, like I was actually buying them. Um, I would buy those like science goggles from eBay <laughs> and I had a business. So I would like literally on Facebook, yeah. £10 a pair and I would cover them in like pennies, pencils, nice. paint, spikes, studs, all sorts and sell them around the town. We used to live. And um, put like safety pins all in my blazer, all on the arms. Like I was very that girl. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the kids. I get told off by the teachers, but that's about it. But, but that's right, yeah, exactly. YOLO, baby. And also, I do think sometimes school uniform kind of just doesn't allow you to express who you are. I think no, you should be. I don't want to be in no you uniform. You should be I'm like, not you know, the same as everybody yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. You've got to zhuzh it up a little bit. Yeah, I love that for you. Yeah. So you've been this person from day one, then. That's absolutely fine. Always. But is there a difference between your personality and your drag personality? Not at all. Is there not? If I was here right now in a lace front and heels, it would be the same thing. The same thing. That's yeah. my name. It's Taste is Taste. The name my parents gave me didn't change. Oh, is that your actual name? Yeah. Oh, okay. Taste Shoe Addicts. Oh, they knew you was going to reach the stars. Yeah. So what a name Had to give to you. <laughs> I think, they, I think they found some random book and it was like book of 
made up names or names with no meanings or something like that. And right, okay. I was in and they were like, boom, take it. But then I looked online and it's apparently a French woman's name and it means candle maker and silent, either of which I am and you not. Are not any of Any these. of the sort, no. Right, so I'm going to talk about Patricia. Mmm, Patrizia, Patrizia. 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 Everything a bit Italian. Okay. <laughs> when we were coming up with Patricia, mm-hmm. <laughs> I went so common there, Patricia. <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> Patricia. What was the inspirations? How did Patricia become who Patricia is? Well, I've always just had a bit of a penchant for like old, like granny names. Like okay. Ernestine, Agatha, right. Enid. Yes, Edith. Edith. Edith, there we go. Yes. And it's kind of a bit of a Nicky Roman vibe. Right, okay, okay, okay. okay. So it's like, uh, there's no alter ego of taste, but Taste's alter ego would be Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. Okay, tell us about Patricia. Who is she? She's a nasty bitch. Oh, is she nasty? Yeah, because I'm very, very nice. So sometimes you got a little, okay. I'm a very sweet person, my love. So sometimes you got to get a little bit sour, balance things out a bit, you know what I mean? Right, and okay. And that's when Taste goes to bed and Patricia arrives. And you only see Patricia when, basically, I'm probably on a night out, I've had one tequila too many. Right, okay. And I'm probably feeling a bit mischievous. Does Patricia date? No. Okay, she doesn't. But she's always there at the end of the dates. When when <laughs> when the dates are done, the dates are free. Right, okay, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, okay. There's no more. If there's like some little tiff or something that happens, I don't want you in my life because something's happened and you've asked me around. Yeah. You've lost taste and you've gained. Patricia. Patricia. Okay, yeah. so do I ever want to meet Patricia or should I just avoid Probably her? not. Well, okay. Probably not, no. Like if something, if, if I was on a night and someone's like, oh my God, taste, last night you were so tit, X, Y, and Z happened. I was like, that wasn't taste, that was Patricia. Sorry. Bring it up with Patricia, because it wasn't me, but that's who she is. Do you reckon Patricia's actually who you really are deep down? You know what? <laughs> oh. Maybe you really this, want uh, this to be a raging. This is a whole story here. This is a whole story Yeah. Now like, hey, and what's it called in a movie? Or like, uh, what's the story you have before? Like, you know, your the origin story. story. Yeah, your origin story. Oh my God, I've yeah. come up with a movie. Origin story, Patricia, that is your, the your, movie. your origin story. So I reckon something's happened somewhere, mm-hmm. and you actually couldn't really get to be how you react, you how are you a therapist, wanted to react. Aren't you? So, I can be a therapist. I can see. see it. <laughs> I reckon it would work. I think there's a bit of Patricia in everybody, to be honest with you. It's when you just got to let it all out. Let I out like the it. anger. Let out the... Get a bit psycho. Is she more than anybody we know? Hmm. Yeah, probably just a Roman. A Roman vibe. Right, okay, yeah. then cool. Was there anybody you saw growing up that you were kind of like inspired by or make you want to be? Um, I always remember like watching fashion TV. When I was oh, a kid, right, I remember okay, that yeah. one channel. It was like the diamond logo in the corner. What, and Living it was just, TV, was it? Not live, no, not Living. That's like Will and Grace and everything. I'm on about like, and then, uh, that's like Queer um, Eye for the Straight yeah, Guy I'm and stuff. Like most Haunted. Yeah. I'm on about, <laughs> <laughs> like the crappy most Haunted back in the day. Nothing was definitely haunted. There was something here with us. Who? Like, no. <laughs> and someone's like just chucking a stone on the floor. Like, did you see that? Did you see it? Love it. So cap. But no, I'm on about like fashion TV. It was like literally just endless reruns of like old, Runway shows. Right, okay, yeah. So right. I watched that religiously when I was like a kid, like from like seven onwards, and it would be like, you know, Naomi Campbell's, Jerry Mans. I was always inspired by just like powerful black women who just did their thing, lived yeah. their life, and just didn't give a crap, really. So I was obsessed growing up with June Sapong. Mm. I used to watch her on telly, and I remember she used to have like the glossiest lips. Like she'll be there next to like Jimmy Carr on. Uh, Do you just... remember your face or mine? Yeah. Uh... Do I remember? Best Triggered. Best I was on it twice. <laughs> what? I was on it twice. Yes. Oh my yes. God. You have to tell me your story oh in your God. face for mine. Oh, this is the first one. I went on and it was me and another girl who I've been on Drag Race with yeah. and two other girls. And I got 
I didn't get the worst. I think I came. There was two girls that got like really low, and then yeah. there was me and my friend, <laughs> and I got really low and she got really high. But I was like, this is some racist. This is some fat girl. <laughs> this is rigs. This is rigamarous, mama. I did not. I did not subscribe to it. I was like, well, I got like eighteen percent or something. I was like, I know I'm not coming up with a face like this, and only eighteen percent of that audience 18%? is voting for me. That's disgusting. Slander. And also untrue. And I wouldn't stand for it. And very, very untrue. But lies. But you made up for it in Drag Race. You were voted. Oh, I did. Trade of the season, Mama. Well, I mean, what can you do? 18% with your face. I I will send you the links. I will send you the links after this. Please, I want to watch it so badly. (laughs) And there's two. And then they came on for another one. And then that one was... Wait, no. The first one was good. I had a really high... I got like a good 8 or 9%. And then the second one, I came out thinking, you know, it was like a year or two later. Like, I'd obviously... Glowed up Glowed in some up, way, yeah. and I got eighteen percent. So if you don't know about your face for mine, basically, <laughs> oh, yeah, it, tell it the used kids, to tell be hosted by Juice Upong and Jimmy, Jimmy Carr. Yes. Yeah, and it's basically like it's such a weird concept. It can never happen now. No. It's like, we would but go it wasn't even that long ago, though. It wasn't, it wasn't that like long ago. Four, yeah. five, four years ago. It was ago. not that long ago. So we would go. I say we were a couple or something. Yes. We would go as a couple, and the first round is that like. If you was my partner, you'd have to vote if this random person on the street was like better looking like than better me than or your, not. Better than your guy or girl. And then you have to see if the audience agreed with you. And then sometimes they'll bring the exes on and they'll be like, vote who's more attractive, Mm-mm. your current partner or your ex. And I think it's rigged in a way because they just want like, the, I think it's like whether or not they want the guest in question to win that many or not. So yeah, exactly. It's all kind of designed for like the win or loss, really. And it kind of says what's like desired in the real world compared to what's actually desired as well. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit, it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah. But like I said, you were voted, Chodiver. So you were very attractive. On Drag Race. And yes. Drag Race. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Is the attention kind of stayed the same? Oh, I've always had a little bit in drips and drops and drabs, Mama. But I just didn't think I was going to get it when I was there. I was actually quite shocked. Yeah, why? I thought, because... I don't know, I don't see myself as a conventionally hot. Like, I think, like, I have, I know I have a look around me, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's what everyone's actually subscribing to every single day of their life. It's the cheekbones, though. You oh, have she's great, angular. You she's have angular. great cheekbones. Thank you, I once saw someone said that the most attractive people kind of look like animals, like obscure alien animals. What would you, what would you say I look like? You look a bit like an alien, but I think... <gasps> I love no, that. But I think that's a really good looking thing. I, I didn't exactly. think I looked like an alien, not at all. What, what are you on about? Like an alien? <laughs> me? What? <laughs> Beam me up Scotty? I don't think so, Mama. <laughs> but I do think the most attractive people oh. have this like unique thing about their face and your cheekbones are great. So I'm just making up for the 18% here just to tell you how <laughs> attractive you are. I'll sleep fine tonight now. Yeah, Thank good. You so I'm much. glad. I've boosted your confidence because you didn't have any when you walked in here. No. no do you know, I, was, I, I cried on the way I in. Know. It was my one cry of the you decade. felt like you were mine. I'm so small. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're boosted. And Honestly, I'm glad you're the serotonin is up. I'm ready to go to Wales. I'm just going to live my best life now. So thank you for that. <laughs> you're very, very welcome. I'm glad this is a safe space for you. Oh, very, very safe okay, space. Good. And even speaking of space, safe spaces and how that looks like on the outside world for dating, for queer people. Mm-hmm. Have you found those spaces? Where are those spaces? And how do you find those spaces? I would say, I mean, definitely in the queer community, like queer bars, queer clubs. Mm-hmm. Because there's just so much going on. Like you can sit, you can eat, you can drink, you can watch a drag show, you can watch, there'll be... Bingo or something, I don't know. Maybe there's a queer couple in the 70s that wants, you know, two fat ladies 88 it up, you know, maybe. <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely somewhere like that. Somewhere there's like queer culture going on, like the theatre, queer bars, queer clubs. It's a good restaurant. Somewhere there's good food around. Does this differ being um, queer and black or just queer? Is there, do you, or do you feel safe everywhere you go as a queer black man? I, mm, yeah, I think. 
Well, I think in, under the umbrella of queer, I think, yeah, your friends go anywhere, really. Like, okay. I've always felt good. I've always yeah. felt fine. I can't think of any specifics where I haven't really where I felt unsafe. If I did, I wouldn't be in there for more than five seconds. You so. feel it as well. You feel the vibe. Yeah, you? yeah, you feel absolutely. the looks, you feel the stares. Yeah. I just, I'll tell you where sometimes I don't feel safe, though. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I've, I've never felt more awkward than I have in a straight black barber's. Okay, yeah, that's that so has always, always been a funny one. Because it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's nine times out of ten that it's uncomfortable. And then it's that one one percent where it's like they're great and everything's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there needs to be more people are comfortable in these black yeah. barbers with any sorts of people coming in. Because I think as long as you're a straight black guy, it's like, oh, yeah, bro, what's going on? But if I come in, it's like, woo. They're like, what's, what's the interaction? Well, everyone gets quiet. They don't say things with the chest. They say it behind your back mm. and they say it to their friends and they just look at you like, oh, that bite boy crease or whatever. Da, 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 da. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It's like, say it to me, mom. Yeah, what's gonna happen? I don't bite. <laughs> but also it feels like that should be, because many black men say the barbers is a safe space. So why that should also be your safe exactly. space as well. It should be, I should be able to feel comfortable. But here. homophobia can be rife in certain communities. Yo. And it's very rife, mom. Yo. It's very rife. Yeah. My brothers, it's rife, girl. And because I think by the definition of it, and I don't think many of them realise that, you are, why are you scared? It's literally like you're, you're, you're scared. Yeah. What is the reason? Mm -hmm. And I think by definition of what homophobia is... It's like guilty is, by association kind of vibes, I feel. Like, I don't want to be seen. Because what? Because your friends might judge you, I guess. Things like that. Also, if we're really talking about like safe spaces and things, and if we're moving forward with the time, should we be able to, like, we should be able to expand those spaces rather than a barbershop. Yeah, exactly. On the streets. Yeah, somewhere. exactly. Yeah. Be able to feel safe everywhere you go. And the, the unfortunate thing is that you don't, but we've got to try and push, kick those doors down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think there's a world where we create that space? So if it's like you don't feel safe in a conventional barbershop, mm -hmm. we create something like that. Or she'd be like, no, actually, I Do you know what? Business plan. Business plan. Yeah, we'll work on this. We'll work on this one. I like, like this. Where this is the safe space, everyone can go yes. in. But also, should it be. I should be able to go down the street and want to get a haircut and right. be able to go anywhere and not feel... Get your locks sorted, get a good skin fade and not exactly. feel like judged or gawked at. Yeah, so where oh, should this is a business move, Mama. I think, I think I'm ready. <laughs> I think we actually got this. So where do you go to get your haircut now? Do you just have to go to say places that are a bit like different vibes? Well, I go, I go to a good Turkish barber down in Stratham. Up in Stratham. <laughs> I don't need the location, babe. People are going to be outside, they're looking for you. Don't uh, there's say There's a lot of barbershops in Stratham, okay, girl. So, you okay. won't find me. <laughs> well, you might do looking like this, but you won't find me, trust me. For now, I mean, I just go anywhere that's good and just gives you a good um, hot towel, really. <laughs> I love that whole vibe. Give it me all. Give me the glam. Give me right, the luxury. Okay, the luxury of Stick it that all. wax thing up my nose and pull it out. Mm -hmm. Okay, when it comes to relationships, what are your views on mon monogamy? I love monogamy. I think... In this day and age, it is something that I think is a bit an olden time thing now. Mm -hmm. I think everyone is, you know, you've got, you've got, um, you know, polyamorous relationships. You've got threes, fours, all in one go, living yeah. it up, shaking it down. You've is, that the, is that the vibe you say or do you actually want to be in a relationship? I would love to eventually, but I'm not like yearning and looking and striving. Like it's not my everyday waking dream to get in a relationship. Right, like, if okay, it happens, yeah. it happens. I'm very happy on my own. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a very fun person. I live my life. I have... People I need to see if I need to see them. I have a lot of friends and it's all good. And when it happens, it'll happen and it'll be the right reasons because I know, I'll know what I want when I see it, okay. you know? Well, we've got something that we don't agree on. Go on. So you've got a thing where you think it's okay to sleep with your friends and still be friends with them. I need to elaborate on this because when I say friends, I don't mean like your best friends, like literally your friend, friend, close friend circle in your life. I mean, you'll have, you know, little A, Bs and Cs that you've been around with, but you can go and have like a drink with and it doesn't have to be sexual even. It can be a friend thing one day and it can be something the other, but it's not to the point where it's like, oh, with, do you know what I mean? Like friends, friends. 
That I would be like, okay, no, that's a bit close to her. Because then they would, I think once I sleep with you, we're not friends anymore. Yeah, there's some. There's we're people level of who have slept together now. I should have said acquaintances, like club right, acquaintances. Okay, okay, people I see in a club. Okay, yeah, cool, fair. Things like that, not like your friend, like like your bestie from like you know your housemate or someone. Because no. I think it just blurs the line, isn't it? Very. Yeah. yeah that would be weird. And it's just not something I feel like can always go down well. And also, no. I don't agree in like mix up, mix up. I think there's always just someone who's gonna be a bit more attached than the other person. Yes, there's You know, that. whether yeah. you like it or not, even if you're both really into each other, if you're both trying to keep it on that vibe where it's like, oh, this is cool, it's cash, I think there's one person who's going to be thinking about the other yeah. a lot more. a lot more than that, exactly. Mm -hmm. And also, I wanted some um, expertise from you from the queer side of relationships. If there's one thing straight people do, especially straight black people, is mm. long out a process. <laughs> <laughs> We've been dating for six months. Oh. Move me in already. <laughs> <laughs> But all of my queer friends, honestly, since the time that I've been single, mm -hmm. I've been married five times, I've been like, God, maybe Stop. not five. But like, I feel like queer relationships move so much faster. Oh, they do. And some, Especially no, and my I, lesbian friends, they're like, oh yeah. But, no, yeah. I lesbians are a whole nother kettle oh, of fish, oh mama. They are, they, they love it, they love I'm it. You so just came over, them. you uh, showed me an episode of Drag Race, let's get married. And now I love you. Love it. Oh my God, you cut my hair last week, I love you. Like, it's, they're very quick, which I, I admire, and I'm also a bit like, what? But gays are the same as well. Like, I it's know so quick. many gays who literally can be in a relationship for years, like, engaged, like, married the whole nine yards, and then they can break up, and it's like, a week later, oh, meet my new man, meet my new, and I'm like, what? <sighs> What? How have we done this? Like, I feel like in the straight world, there's a lot of grievance going think, on around yeah. it. Like, it's a loss. Like, especially yeah. with women, they really feel it and they miss it. And they're not going to go and disrespect that by just going out like a week later. And... But does that mean that you guys are not dealing with your, like, men that can't move on very quickly and not dealing with the emotional side of just what's happened, right? Because relationships, that was emotional. Men and emotions, though, are weird, though. They bottle them down. Okay, how do you deal with emotions? Are you a bottler? Oh, no, I let it out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a bottler? Are you a bottler? I don't even know what that means. I don't know why I said it. Talking for the bottlers everywhere. Um, I don't, I'm very, well, I'm not a crier. I will say that much. So I guess Do that is a term of bottler. Honestly, I, I think I've cried. I cried this year over a death of a friend. And literally, I think before that, I haven't cried. Like, sobbed in like a decade. Like, I just don't cry. I'm not a crier. No. So how do your emotions come out? What, what just happens? talk about it. You might do a little or whatever, but like, you know, that's it. But I'm not like a, ooh, squish, squish, ooh, squish, squish. I am such a crier. Really? Like, sometimes I like put a crying time in the diary. Like, I'll... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like, I've been like, I, I haven't cried in a while. So I'll put like Adele, one and only Take on. time to cry. And I now just sit there. So I have one and only Adele and all I ask on mm. loop, mm. just knowing that, okay, good, this this is going to get me going. Oh, nice. you got crying, just, you got specific I've songs got crying to cry to. songs, yeah. I love that. I need to get into that maybe. I think mine would be songs from the 40s. My, what, crying songs? Yeah, my music taste is all over the place. I have like songs, 40s, 50s, 60s, all sorts. Right, okay. And the songs just remind me of like my grandparents. I think I would like think about those, but I'm just not, it's not in me to like feel sad and go, mm -hmm. not, and there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just not me. So do you feel like, is that because generally you just like repress your emotions anyway? Probably. Oh, we're, get, we're getting down and we're, deep. We're getting deep. We're getting into the, we're, we're getting, getting, um, we're, getting, getting we're doing some therapy now, Mama. Yeah, we're getting into you, your layers. Because I do think when your personality is always on, always alive, mm -hmm. always like, you know, I'm You here. kind of forget to like, you've got to bring yourself yeah, down back exactly. to earth a little bit sometimes. Yeah. And like, I think I'm always, I'm always around people. I'm always like, I don't live alone. I live with uh, my best friends. Okay. And when I'm out, I'm out. And it's like, woo, 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 go, go, go. Yeah, Wait yeah, for the yeah. party. So you don't really stop and like, think about all those things.
It is good to cry though. Mm -hmm. I think it's very healthy. Like when I did it the other week, I felt great after I did it. I was like, oh, that's a decade of It's all out about. <laughs> out in the world. Um, but yeah, I kind of just, my motto's always just been like, keep it moving, keep it moving. Keep calm and carry on. So what on. happens if you can't keep it moving? Have you ever been heartbroken? Yes, Because when I was heartbroken, I was convinced I was going to die. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> well, sometimes that I wake it. up, I'm like, oh, not again. Oh. Like, another day of this. So how was that for you? Um, well, yeah, just horrible. You just feel horrible for a bit. But I wasn't like, uh, I'm not a crybat. I would just be in a, I would just be a right mood. Oh. I'm one of those, like, if I'm in a mood, I'm like, no one can be happy unless I'm happy. Oh, like misery. Like yeah. everybody. I'm like, right. everyone get sad. Right. I'm sad. You can't be happy. You can't have nice things because I don't have nice things. <laughs> So that was the situation when you was heartbroken? Yeah, I think. But um, you just take out your anger on the world sometimes. So you, and yourself. How did you get over it? Uh, time. Time is a healer. Every time someone asks me that, like how, and it's literally time. Like That's all you can do, really. Do you just think... have to just go through it. I be, I'm a very firm believer of going through the ups and the downs, like yeah. living it, breathing it. Don't just, that, like, that's what I was saying about don't cry. Like, I don't cry necessarily, but I will sit and, like, feel it and be a bit miserable and stuff, because you have to. Things, you get grief in your life. You can't just be, like, put on a happy face and, oh, well, that's fine, that's it. You've mm -hmm. got to acknowledge it. You've got to look at it in the face. You can't go above, can't go under, you've got to go through it, mama. You know what I mean? Yes. So, and that's it, it's called going through it. You're not stuck there. Eventually, mm -hmm. you're going to get through it, exactly. you're going to get on the, the other, other side, side of it. So how do you feel about like meeting someone else, getting with someone else and rebounds and things like that? Oh, I think that's fine. Do you know what? I say the same thing and everyone's I think like, it's healthy and it's good for you. I think a rebound is actually, because it's Occupy just... Occupy your mind and refocus and your, hands your energy to something else. Yeah. Like, pull that person because I don't really like you. I just want to go over this person. Exactly. Like, that's not my business. It happens to us all. No. And I mean, they're single, you're single, you can do what you want when exactly. you want, bang. And speaking about things that are not nice for everyone, ghosting. Oh, mama, where do we are begin? Are you a ghoster? Or no, you being... Do I look like a ghoster? I think you'd be a ghoster. Ah, I think you'd be a ghoster. Ooh, actually, but you'd do the whole story, I've just been really busy. Yeah, I would do that if I did, but yeah, I've never exactly. done it. But if I did, that's exactly all I would do. <laughs> How do you feel about ghosting? I, it's hard. ghosted. Oh, yeah. Many a time, many a time. I've gone on dates with people who don't, literally don't know who I am or what I do and then they actually see me because in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to give you a disclaimer about anything, but I rock up with like 10 inch nails. Thinking, right. In my head, this is a, a normal look for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're on every day, like from the salon, mama. But um, if you don't know me, yeah. if you, I think if someone knew me, they'd be like, okay, it makes sense. If you don't know me, like you maybe just see this up or whatever. Like I've talked to people and I said, oh, I have these, by the way, I hope you don't mind, like blocks. <laughs> Why? Savage. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> because of your long knuckles. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. Maybe. Well, obviously. <laughs> Look at them. I'm trying to think why that would be offensive. Because some gays, it's not the mood, it's not the zhuzh, it's not the look, you know? There's all different types. And there's these ones that's like, they can't have any kind of, like, craziness going on. Right, okay. It's all going to be very, like, to the point, butch, man, even though we're gay. They're not a bit, a bit femme with it. It's all mask, mask, uh, mask. Right, okay. Which is fine. Yeah. But, like... To me, that's so thickle. That's so stupid. That like pathetic. to do that. And not even like talk about it and say, oh, so are they on every day? Mm -hmm. Okay. Just a great. No. Do you know what I mean? Just like imagine, like, oh yeah, I did it. And like it'll be a video and my hand just comes up and it like, uh, boop. No, gone. Oh, it's hard. That's only happened once, but like it'll be with different things, just in the way I dress, the way I look in general. People can't handle other people's confidence if they're not very confident there themselves. There is that. And also I think people can't handle your confidence when they didn't give it to you. Mm -hmm. People have, mm -hmm. they cannot understand why you love yourself. Like it's like 
yeah, but this is wrong with you. Yeah, so I still like it. Yeah. And I think they just can't fathom that thought. But I was going to talk to you about being a black gay man mm -hmm. and how that works. And because I've got many friends that are in like the dating scene sometimes, it's just a bit, you just don't know where you stand. It's right. weird. And I have a friend who actually only dates white men because for him it's easier because he's like, their side of the family probably accepted them. Right. So he's still dealing with not being accepted on his side. So he's just like, I don't want to go into another family that also hasn't accepted. And we're just kind of like two lost souls that I just don't feel. Well, I think like maybe it's, it might be different strokes for different folks. But like yeah. for me, it might be because, I mean, I'm very free, loosey-goosey. Like I don't have, like we said before, like types, is not really yeah, a yeah, thing. Yeah. But maybe then I am fortunate to not even have to think like that. Not to think about that, exactly. Both parents are very supportive people. Yeah, yeah. And is there any like fetishization going on in the scene or anything like that? Oh, I mean... Every day in the queer community, there's really? all sorts of fetishes. There's crazy ones, but there is. There's only like white people that want to get with black guys yeah. and things like that. Like I've seen online, like um, those like couple of times that I've been on it. They were you will go in the bios, and there are people who are like, no fats, no femmes, no Asians, no blacks, no whites, only black, only black guys. Like whatever. Like it's crazy, but it's That's real and it's happening. With it as well. Yeah, and it's fact you'd think of all communities that would be the last kind of community to be so. What's the word I'm looking for? I know for? what you mean. Discriminatory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean because it feels quite. Because obviously, you that's get... taking it back to the days, girl. Yeah, it no. feels like no dogs, no Irish, no blacks. Literally, that's, that if you were not, if you were not six foot one with green eyes and brunette hair with just a little highlight in it, do not knock on my door. Like, no, no, that's wild. That's but insane. Because I do think nearly everybody has a type or a preference or whatever, but mm -hmm. no one's, not many people are so like. Here is this thing that I will not date. Yeah. And very out and bad about it. Mm -hmm. Which is very interesting. I didn't realise it would be like that. So in terms of like your love life and your dating history and things mm -hmm. like that, I went to ask like, what's the most like romantic thing that's ever happened to you or what you've done for someone that's been very romantic? Hmm. Most romantic someone's done for me. Nothing. Really? No. No. Oh, I hate that for I you. I know, I know, no. What most like, most romantic thing I've done for someone? Oh, it's like turned up like on Valentine's Day with like loads of like prezzies and cards and sweets and flowers and shit. It's cute. Did it go down well? No. Oh no. No, it didn't. Can <laughs> <laughs> you tell me the story? Please? We had an argument that night and broke up. Oh no. I've had a Valentine's Day breakup as well. Oh, I've, Why does it feel worse on Valentine's Day? It's drama. I think people like the drama. People want the arguments. They want the act. They want to fight. They want to chuck a plate or it's something. Like I don't everybody's know. Everybody's in love right now, but, yeah. so, but we're going to get in a and huge then, like, argument. And then like, if you're not, isn't it happening? Like, you always get the Valentine's Day. There's like two sides of like social media. There's either the side of like who's in the relationship yeah. and living. Or it's anyone who's not in this. So bitter. They are so but bitter. I just go off it. Yeah. I, I, I don't no. say anything good or bad. I just act like it's a normal exactly. day in my life. It's a normal Tuesday. If you don't Tuesday, have anything nice to say. Don't say anything at all. There we go. Except that's literally what I think every single time I think about it. Because I'm, I'm not going to be bitter about other people's relationships. Mm -hmm. But is there kind of like, because I do think when people are in relationships, there is this kind of like, look how in love we are. And this is so perfect and having such a good time. Oh, Does I that ever that. pressurise you at all? Especially when no, not being in the relationship. <laughs> I think it's so like mushy, 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 woo, woo, woo. And like, right, okay. I, I can deal with that for two seconds. I'm like, okay, chill. No one asked, Mary. Right. No yeah, one it's asked. Enough if, now. You're, if you're in love, you're in love. Right. In okay. Love and live it up. Yeah. And I love that for you. Yeah. And I can love this whole situation, but I don't need it rammed down my throat every damn day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no. No. So you wouldn't be a poster? No. Well, 
Like, yeah, the odd part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're not, like, not in my life. But, like, yeah. do you only see, like, like, what is it with TikTok? There's, like, that crummy, um, there's, like, a, there's, like, a song, like, what's it called? The sound or whatever. And it's, like, I think I know what you mean. This person, I love them so much. You've done so much for me. Yeah. There's, yeah. like, some, like, violin Have you ever music. met someone? Oh, yeah. Thank you. you. Thank you. Like, Shut it's, like, up. I met them in my life just changed. And they'll usually be, like, a montage of, like, them on a beach. Yeah, or, like, like, nice stuff, yeah. I'm, like, that's all well and cute. And also, he filmed that. Huh? He filmed that. He Mama, that. you had to stop and go. Let's all be. Let's be really yeah. cute for two seconds, and then like yeah. go back and then press stop recording and then oh, edit oh, your oh, film. It doesn't blend. It doesn't blend. Right, wait. Are we gonna do it again? Do Sorry, it again. babe. Let's go. Like no. <laughs> And that sounds like really like cynical, but it's like, no, I love that for you. Yeah. But like, it doesn't need to be rammed on people's throats every day. But the thing is, the thing about it is I completely get what you mean. But when we speak about like black love and queer love as well, it's mm -hmm. like sometimes you feel like there's not enough representation. No. Or like it's not entirely enough and things like that. So people look to actual real life people yeah. to feel like it's a thing that's real and mm -hmm. something that's possible for them. So maybe that's what it is. Or do you think like representation has changed a lot in your scene? In my scene, no. In general, yes, I think it's changed. I think we've come leaps and bounds. There's okay. always so much further to go. But yeah. I mean, every year you just see, you know, queer black people, black people in general, just in more things and everything. Yeah. I think it's what we need to just be striving for in general. Nice, really. yeah. It's a slow, long road, mama. And I want to see like love stories as well that are just organic because I feel like it's always like, oh, it's a struggle oh, for us or to like get... just good, like queer love stories or whatever. Like, but it's just like, well, every time that comes out, it's kind of like a caricature of of it yeah or it'll be like a gay movie written by straight men and yeah. it's just like what yeah like you don't get it you don't get it no, exactly you don't see the size yeah. that needs to be seen and also it's just like it doesn't have to be this it can just be a nice fun rom-com mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this hard like they went through no. all of these that's what we're talking things. about a lot with queer epiphany like it's more like bringing a, it doesn't have to be a sad story all the time yes yeah. there's struggle yes there's strife yes there's anger anguish all these things going on but it's how you turn all that and flip it into a positive, you know what I mean? And with a lot of these stories, it's all about the grief and it's all about how hard it is. And yeah. the truth of the matter is, yeah, it can be hard, but it can also be great. The same with everything in life. Exactly. So I know for you, it's just, you've, you've been lucky enough to have an experience where like you were kind of like accepted and your parents loved you. What would you say to anyone listening to this who kind of is not in that situation, but would love to live in the world where they can be out and bad about themselves and be accepted? Like, well, What's as I said, time is, time is everything. Start with yourself, start at home, take it day by day. Appreciate yourself, find the little things like, and celebrate yourself and slowly but surely you'll be able to go out into the world being that absolute rose that you want to be. Like, as I said, like I've always been this confident. I know that people aren't, but you just have to kind of just like talk to yourself, manifest, yeah. affirmations, all of that, and just take your time and don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, I like that. And also I've got a great thing where it was like, <laughs> I think mm. this is so random, but it's either either wear really nice underwear or wear no underwear at all. I have a thing about having a secret that only I know. Oh. So I do think if you feel like you want to take little steps and you can't be out and bad about it, there's having something that only you know. So for example, it's maybe the underwear you've got mm. on, or maybe there was like a colour on your toe or something like that. Just yes. having your own little secret that nobody else that nobody knows. I'm not wearing niggas right now. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit saucy, nobody but also knows like me. I'll never tell. <laughs> and I think there's something quite nice about that. Like you get to experience this kind of sense of like sensuality within yourself yes. and intimacy. Of that I, I'm doing this thing for me, but nobody needs to know it or what it's it is. The, it's just it's similar to say, but it's not. It's it's easier said than done. But you just gotta really just try and love yourself before anything and anyone else. Like yeah. really, like live for you, be there for you, you know, because you have to, before, if you do go out and you're feeling like less than, or you're feeling like a bit shook or, you know, not confident, if you don't really believe in yourself that you are that bitch, mm -hmm. 
when you go out, the minute someone gives you the wrong look or whatever it is, that could just trigger you and make make you regress all yeah, the way back absolutely. to where you were before. Do you know what I mean? So really try and be one with yourself first and then go from there. Okay, then cool. How does it feel to be that bitch for you? Oh, mama. I mean, everything. I live and my like, life, I love like it. being from Wales and not living in London and having to be that... Is it easier to be that bitch in Wales in a smaller town if you are from a smaller town than it is here? Because London is yes, crowded well, with that Yes, bitches. I know, because up here everyone like lives for it and they appreciate yeah. it. I think any kind of fashion capital like this, like, yeah, people... Also in fashion capitals, I feel like people, they don't actively come up to say, I love your outfit, you look amazing. It's more a look of, okay, no, I see okay. You. I know it's like in Paris all yeah. the time. No one gives anyone compliments. So it's just, all right. Okay, right. that a little appreciation, but and I think you get that vibe. I get that vibe anyway in Newport. I think in the sense that, well, it's not that look of appreciation. It's a look of, this is so alien. What is that? Or it's just straight up just like rudeness. Like I've had oh, them before. It? When I, I've walked around in Newport, I've been spat on. I've been just gawked down all sorts of ways. Like my parents would hate when I used to go out with them. You know, it's going into a club in Newport sometimes in the boys' toilets, and, and the men are just like, ugh. Oh, what's this? Or oh, the girls' toilets over there. Da, da, da. Doesn't really happen a lot anymore. Yeah, but it did happen a lot, like back like in the day. Up, yeah. But um, I think it's easier to be that bitch here because people love it. It's not that easy in Newport because people just aren't. They're not on the wavelength, Mama. Sometimes they're not. They're not they don't get it, and yeah. they don't. And they don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. In yeah. time, you will. And you know what? It would be a bit slow for you to understand it if I wasn't here in, in front of your face in the first place. Exactly. To try and make you think. Mm -hmm. Provocative. Mm -hmm. You know. Gets people going. Exactly. <laughs> Something to talk about over a cup of tea later. <laughs> well, I do think there is something nice about kind of like being the one to open people's minds and thoughts because mm -hmm. it's just like, not everyone's the same, honey. Get used to this. This is new. This is fine. And this is what it looks like and feels like to be that bitch. And I love that for you. Thank you, baby. Speaking of love, so I've been asking everybody what their love is. For example, mm. I always say, my love feels like home. Mm. So, Tace, what is your love? Oh. My love is being sound asleep and then having a bucket of ice cold water chucked in your face and you just wake up in shock. Okay, it's not, doesn't sell your love to me. <laughs> Elaborate on what you mean I by mean, that. I mean like as in, my love is a surprise. My love is energetic. My love is a lot in the best way. And if you can't handle the heat, well then get out of my kitchen, mama. Marry me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome, my For love. this conversation. It's been amazing talking to you. It's been a trip. And guys, let me know what you think. Um, let me know what you think about our conversation, what your love is. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having I've me. I've had loads and laughs. Enjoy love, I guess. Mwah. See you later. <laughs> Bye.